Hello, welcome to 15 Minute Sermon. Um, let's pray a short prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for another opportunity to learn from your word. We ask that we are instructed in righteousness. We are corrected wherever we need correction. And we are edified by your word. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Right, welcome once again. Um, this is the uh, fourth episode of the series, What Makes a Man Saved. All right, this is the fourth episode. Let's go to John chapter 3, verse 16. John chapter 3, verse 16, reading from the New King James Version. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In the New Living Translation, it tells us that this is how God loved the world by giving a son for us, all right? So one thing we can learn from this verse is that eternal life is a present-day possession of anyone who believes in God's son, Jesus, all right? If you believe in God's son, uh, the Bible says you have eternal life. You have eternal life. Let's, uh, to further buttress that point, let's go to 1 John chapter 5, verse 10 to 13. 1 John chapter 5, verses 10 to 14. I'm still reading from the New King James Version. It says, He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar, because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his Son. All right, let's just go on. Verse 11, he said, And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. He said in verse 12, He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. If you, don't, if you didn't understand what the previous verses were saying, verse 13, you would understand it now. These things I have written to you, who believe in the name of the Son of God, all right? You see, believe there, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe in the name of the Son of God, all right? So you see, just like John 3, 16 says, whoever believes, uh, whoever believes in God's Son, because he said this is how God loves the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him would have eternal life. So John writes here in 1 John chapter 5, verse 30, he said, Ye who believe in the name of the Son of God have written to you guys that you may know that you have eternal life. So eternal life is a present-day possession of anyone who believes in God's Son. So my question is, why won't you believe? Why won't you believe? Don't you want eternal life? <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's go into uh, the, the, um, the major substance of today's, um, um, as we continue in the series, What Makes a Man Save. So let's open our Bibles to Acts chapter 2. All right, in the previous episode, we talked about, uh, you know, what happened on the day of Pentecost. All right. And then we highlighted what um, Peter, Apostle Peter, uh, brought as a defense uh, as to why they were speaking in tongues. All right. So the, the people that the audience, as in the people of Israel, the, the, the Jews that were present there when that miracle took place, you know, Peter had to take time to explain to them. All right. It took time to explain to them. So, so, but, but I, I want us to look at Acts chapter 2, verse 
38. All right. So after Peter had explained everything to them, all right, the Bible tells us that that when they heard this, let me read it, Acts chapter 2, verse 37. He said, Now when they had when they heard this, they were caught to their to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Verse 38. He said, Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So uh, just before I explain um, or talk more on Acts chapter 2, verse 38, you see, uh, like I explained in the previous episode, uh, the way the Jews viewed Jesus, all right, even up to now, some of them still view him that way, as simply... A Jew, <laughs> their brother, all right? They don't see him as, uh, they didn't see, many of them didn't see him as um, the Messiah, all right? And so uh, Peter took the time to explain to them from the scriptures, all right? First of all, he started by telling them, see, Jesus was a man that God endorsed. This, Jesus was a man that God approved of among you by the miracles he performed. That's instructive. Let's read it, Acts chapter 2, verse 22. He said, Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wow, wonders and signs which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know. So this was his first attempt at changing their perspective about how they viewed Jesus. He said, See, Jesus was a man in your midst, but God approved him. God attested to him. God said, this is my man. All right? By the miracles Jesus performed. So you see all the miracles Jesus performed, the wonders he did, walking on water, all of that, healing the sick, uh, raising Lazarus from the grave, all prove that God had approved him. All right? Or it, it was to show the, the Jews, the children of Israel at the time, that see, this is, this is God's man. This is God's man. This is the son of God. All right. And so uh, after that, uh, Peter went further to explain, you know, how that he was, he died and all from the prophets. He, he, he highlighted um, one of the prophecy of David. Let's read it. Verse 25. He said, for David saying, says concerning him, concerning Jesus, he said, for I, saw, for I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart rejoiced and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in hope, for you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of joy in your presence. Verse 29, this is Peter speaking now. He said, men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried. And his tomb is with us today. Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he will raise up the Christ to sit on his throne. He, foreseeing this, spoke concerning the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. Verse 32, he said, This Jesus as God raised up, of which we are all witnesses. So he's saying that when... David prophesied, if you read the details of the prophecy I just read of David, he said, uh, for, for you will not leave my soul in the grave in Hades. That when David said that, he was talking about Jesus. 
talking about the resurrection of the Christ. All right. First of all, he has proved to them Jesus is the Messiah by the miracles he performed. And then that David prophesied about him. All right. That David prophesied about him, you know, about his resurrection. He proved to them from the scripture. All of this was an attempt to change their perspective about Jesus, to see him for who he really was. All right, to see him for who he really was, the Christ. To see him for who he really was, who is or that is, seeing him as the Christ. All right, it was important that they, that uh, uh, Peter explained all of this. It was particularly uh, peculiar to the Jews because many of them did not believe or see Jesus as the Messiah. So Peter had to take time to prove to them from the scripture that Jesus was and is the Messiah. All right? This was their only, the only way they could be saved. So when we go to Acts chapter 2, verse 38, after, you know, Jesus, uh, Peter had explained to them, and the Bible tells us that they were caught in their heart. All right? They were, they were, they were um, what's the word now? They, they, they were, they felt bad. You know, they were convicted. That's the word. They were convicted. Ah. So they asked Peter, what do we do? What do we do? And Peter tells them in verse 38 of Acts chapter 2. He said, then Peter said unto them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy, of the Holy Spirit. So, um, now this word repent is a word that uh, uh, we need to look into, all right, um, because it has had several meanings in our day and time, all right. So, people tell you, pardon me, uh, people te tell you um, that repent from your sins, all right, <laughs> you know, repent, change your ways. So we're going to look at that word repent. Um, the word repent in the Greek uh, means, uh, the, the, the Greek word for repent is metanoia. All right, metanoia. And what that word means, it, it means to change your mind about something or someone. And this is easy to understand. Like I explained earlier, that Peter had to talk to them about Jesus. From different perspectives. He talked to them about from the perspective of the miracles God performed through him. Talked to them from, from um, the fact that David prophesied about his resurrection and that Jesus has actually risen, risen from the dead and they are witnesses. They saw it. Many of them saw him. All right, over 500 of them saw him. You see, you need to understand <laughs> this thing. Jesus was killed, he was crucified. And his crucifixion was a public one. Everybody in Jerusalem at that time knew. Everybody knew he was crucified. It's something history has, that is written in history. Right? It's an historical fact that Jesus died. And then, after three days, he, was, uh, he, he rose up from the grave. And he didn't just rise up. <laughs> and then just a few people saw him. The Bible tells us over 500 people saw him. In the space of 40 days. That's a big thing. All right. So he actually rose from the grave. And so Peter explained to them from the prophet, um, prophecy of David 
that um, he, Jesus rose up from the dead and, and David prophesied about this. Why did he take time to do this? To change their mind. So when, to change their mind about Jesus. So when they asked, like, what do we do? Peter explained to them that, see, all of the things I've said is so that you will change your mind, so that you will repent, metanoia, change your mind, change your perspective about Jesus. Don't just see him as a prophet, you know. Before Jesus, when Jesus was still alive, he asked, alive in the flesh, as in, you know, before he died and rose up again from the grave, you know, before his crucifixion, before his passion, he asked the disciples, who do men say that I am? You know, so, so, so some say you are a prophet, some say you are Elijah, some say you are this, some say you are that. He said, but who do you say I am? Peter said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And, and, and then Jesus answered Peter, thou hast, he said, he, said, he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. So you see, repentance means to change your perspective about Jesus to change your perspective about Jesus. You need to see him as the Messiah, one who died for the sins of men, all right? And he, there was something Peter said there after he said repent. He said, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus, that is, believe in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin, all right? It is only in Jesus that sins can be remitted. Sins can be, can be forgiven. Right, even though the word remission is deeper than forgiveness, but you see, let's just let's just stick to forgiveness. You see, so he said, repent, change your mind about Jesus, change your perspective, see him as the Messiah. Don't see him as just a prophet. If you see him as only a prophet or as a great teach, a great teacher, a great rabbi, he said, you will not receive remission of sins. So you won't get the gift of the Holy Ghost, who is eternal life. All right. So he said, repent, change your mind. You have to change your mind about who, how you see Jesus. If you listen to me here, you see Jesus as just a prophet. Or you see him as just a great preacher, a great teacher, a good man that lived on the, on the sands of time. You will not receive remission of sin. It's only when you see him as the Messiah, you see him as the son of God who died for the sins of men and who rose up from the grave on the third day for the justification of men. It's only then that your sins can be forgiven. And only then you can get the gift of the Holy Spirit, who is eternal life. All right? In the next episode, I'm going to explain that more, how that the gift of the Holy Ghost is eternal life. All right? So for this episode, I want you to repent. I want you to change your mind about Jesus. See him as the Messiah. See him as the Messiah, the one who died for the sins of men. And you will be saved. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.